that guys that work in hip hop, like white guys that work in hip hop, I like the ones that are like waspy. Me too. I don't like the wiggers, babe. <laughs> I'm just, I can't do it. Oh my God. I can't do all that. I'm just like, what's actually going on? I can't do the wiggers either. <laughs> They are. <laughs> the podcast episode is I can't do the wiggers, <laughs> period. I really can't. Um, it's so crazy. I had a crush on a wigger one time. Jesus. Like Central C? No, this guy had a very asymmetrical face. Okay. He was ugly. Like deeply ugly, deeply ugly but very funny. We took a philosophy course together. Delightful. And his name was like, no joke, it was like Soren Kierkegaard. Like, he had, like, the same name as, like, the philosopher. And if you know anything about Minnesota, you know, Norwegians, fucking uh, Swedish people, like, Somalis, run deep. So period. it made sense that he had that name. Did, were you ever on that Instagram page or Twitter page and it was, like, Kim Kardashian Kierkegaard? And it no. was it was Kim Kardashian quotes merged with Kierkegaard quotes. Oh, that's so funny. It was kind of like that horse ebooks. Do you know that I one? remember horse ebooks. Yeah. Oh, my God. What an era. I miss that type of internet experience. You want to know something? I literally think of you as so much younger than me. Mm. So I'm always shocked when we have the Don't same internet me. touchstones. No, I'm not yeah. putting your age out there. You're a lady. Period. You know, at a certain time, you just kind of have to stop stating your age, withholding it and whatnot. My friend Devin, he has this art show going on right now at the Brooklyn Museum. Mm -hmm. And one of the pieces that we worked on together is there. And it has his name, his birth date. And American, and then it has Elliot Jerome Brown Jr., his name and his birthday, and it has Malik Saka, no birthday, just American. I was like, yeah. period. Is that the, the thing you showed, uh, that you posted on your, I recently saw it. Yeah, it was on my, uh, the Malik Saka Instagram. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, the yes, text yes. message. That was so nice. Go Devin. I love Devin so much. He does um, zines. But I feel like. Was he on Clubhouse? Yeah. I think I remember him very vaguely. He's the only person that I invited. My friend Daniel, um. Daniel Mensa invited me. I think, what's Daniel's last Is name? Is he queer? Devin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, did he like to talk about like it girls? No. Okay, never mind. Daniel's like, um, excuse me, Devin is very, very, very like academic. Okay. Excuse me, y'all. He's a serious person. Cerebral, likes concept. He's a Virgo too. Nice. August 17th. I love Devin. Okay. And I do have to issue a retraction because last week I said that I love Diddy. <laughs> And that was before the news broke, and so. But you always met, loved him as a producer. I. It's just that I you know, liked the evil because I thought the evil was consensual. <laughs> I thought it was consensual evil, which I'm always down for. I'm like, if it's mutual you bad just behavior, he was like a garden variety villain, and not. I just thought he was freaky. Okay. I just thought you know a dildo here and there. I'm just like, Diddy, who am I to who am I to who am I to judge? Yeah. I found out it was beatings and Percocet. I was just like, no, 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 no. That's not what we signed up for. Diddy, you're going to hell. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Did you see those images of him, like... Hunched over? Yeah. With a, with a tummy ache? Yeah. Yeah. I would be sick, too, if I lost... I feel like... In he order looks to so bad. Down bad. In those socks. I was just like, Diddy, you bum. The fact... He did not look like he had money. Because he just gave it all to Cassie. Right. As she deserves. And my thing is this. With this Diddy and Cassie situation, I have to say, I knew there was something untoward happening for her to move on that quickly. I just figured he was, it was the cheating. It was the infidelity. It was the orgy. She was just like, I'm over it and I'm stuck in this relationship. Beating, drugging, all this extra SA, all this type of stuff. Yeah. Sexual assault, we have to say it. So that's what was going on. I had no idea. And for that, to, and like that's what gagged me. I was like, "Oh, this is a a terrorist." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. do you condemn Diddy? Absolutely. I love mm. how he settled so quickly. For you to settle a case in twenty four hours, I've never seen no shit like that in my <laughs> life. And I'm like, it had to be. The internet is saying nine figures. Yeah, that's crazy. Multiple M's, and I'm like, Cassie, you deserve every single one. Congratulations. And I don't think this is the last that we're going to hear about that. I don't want to stay too long on the subject. No, but I'm just I, like, I think it's so dark-sided that I demonic. just don't want to touch it. Yeah. How have you been, though? How was your week since our last hangout? I um, I would say good for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, very interesting 
busy, stressful, dynamic week. Um, I feel like, I don't know, we did so much. How many times did I see you last week? We saw each other a lot. Yeah. I want to say not as much as the week prior where we were like co-working because yeah. I had to do a lot of like in-office stuff because of the holiday. But that day that we spent together on Friday was really nice. That was really nice at Rep Club. Shout Rep out Club. to Jazzy. Shout out to Jazzy. That was really nice. Um, yeah, Rep Club. Uh, it was like it was like a place of refuge for me. Mm-hmm. You loved, seemed really comfortable there. I was so comfortable there. You really can just like Chill. lay down your burdens <laughs> in, in at Rep House at Rep Club. Um, like, yeah, it was so so interesting and i i'm realizing like i i have no clue like how to maneuver nightlife because we were gonna go to that reggie watts thing i was never gonna go to that okay (laughs) you were never gonna go to it but i had every intention of going Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna support my brother fam i Um, liked that we stayed because i got to rep club at like 3.30. 3.30. Okay. So my, I had a full day And there. you saw Carrie Washington. I saw Carrie Washington there. I ignored her, though. I know. Because we we talked about that. We but I was just it. like, I love Carrie Washington. I was just like, I can't do the most. But yeah. like, I liked Rep Club for what it was. Jazzy recommended a ton of books that I'm like actively reading right now. Excited about that. Um, but then we stayed for that grief counseling like talk. Yeah. And I was really grateful that we did that. I was too. If I haven't had an experience like that since college where I was just like, oh, this is like, you know, an event where we talk about our feelings and society and life and growth. And I was just like, I have not had anything like that since like 2016. Mm-hmm. And the while I did not feel a sense of community between me and the other people, mm-hmm. I liked experiencing people having community with each other bonding open dialogue it was really fab and it didn't go as dark as i thought it was gonna go yeah i would i agree with that assessment i feel like um that was a great experience i did feel really uncomfortable accessing that vulnerability Mm. just like it's weird too because i have not experienced a whole lot of grief really Mm. but i think that watching so many people who have experienced that grief and they're sharing it was incredibly difficult um i'm not gonna hold you i i was like i you seem shaken a little bit i was i'm everything's so intense <laughs> it literally like you know i don't know how deep i want to go but complex ptsd ptsd yes it makes everything feel way more intense than it should be like the most basic interaction is so loaded um so something like an event centered around grief is even more loaded mm. and yeah i was like i was proud of myself i was like okay somehow i did that, that was you cool. did and you shared i was like okay sophie period i didn't share publicly right i shared with with the little group with the little group and then that lovely lady outside of the event too that was cool. yes fab she, she was, was lovely well. and she's going through a lot right now and she's yes shout out to cheryl Okay. Shout yeah. out to Cheryl. Shout out to Cheryl. <laughs> I believe that's her name, right? Yes. That was her name. I like the part in the discussion where the person that worked at Reparations Club was like, while I am not experiencing grief equaling the loss of a loved one, mm-hmm. I might be grieving a relationship that's that's yes. ended. And that's something that I could access because I was just like, yeah, I haven't experienced that much death outside of my cat. Rest in peace, Bayonetta. You know, Rest in peace, Bayonetta. long live Bayonetta. But like, I have grieved mm-hmm. a lot of relationships. And I've talked to you about being no contact with my parents. Yeah. Three years for my mom, two years for my dad, I believe. And it's just, no, excuse me, two years for my mom, three years for my dad. And it's like those kind of feelings I'm still working through because it's mm-hmm. like these are not dead people. And a lot of friendships that I've had have also run their course. And it's like, I'm no contact with you too, bitch. You know what I'm mean? <laughs> like, I'm just like, uh. like, it really is giving like, I can't do it. And so in that sense, I do feel like I've experienced a lot of loss. Yeah. And so I was able to kind of like tap in, so to speak, with people there. Because I'm just like, yeah, I'll never talk to these people again. But these are still people that I hold very near and dear to my heart. 
don't want them like you know dead or anything crazy like yeah. that I, it's like i actually would like to still pick up the phone and call you but i just know that i can't yeah which is crazy and i feel like in some ways it is easier if a person passes on because mm-hmm. then it's like at least there's an event here yeah. it's more of like i'm the event that yeah. has to be separate from the person which is which was it was nice to have a forum where that was like understood and that was the point because we don't really talk about that that much. But. I love that you were open about that um, when we were outside with that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Cheryl. Shout out to Cheryl once again. Um, and yeah, I can't even imagine what that kind of grief of like going no contact with a parent is, even though you are holding it together. And you Babe, seem- fuck them people. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But that is a sort of grief, you know? It's painful because it is really like, fuck you. But it's also like, it's almost like that biological response or when you find yourself in situations where you're like, oh, I wish I could call someone for this. And it doesn't even register that that's what your parents are for. Yeah. That's the fucked up part. And when other people are like, oh, just call your dad or da da da, I'm like, oh, that's not, I can't do that. Did you ever like sort of like try to convince yourself your parents were people that they really weren't because Um, you know they did feed and clothe you and all of that stuff and you felt like maybe indebted to them a little bit and then yeah you had to realize like that's what you're supposed to do like that's the bare minimum they brought children into the world yeah i was their responsibility yeah i think that the no contact thing is where i broke my kind of like chains to people pleasing and mm-hmm. so by going with no contact with them, that's when I realized, like, I don't have to tolerate bad behavior yeah. and feeling indebted, this blind loyalty, fealty almost yeah. to people. Because prior to that, I would be extremely loyal, tolerate a lot of abuse within relationships, just nonsense. Mm-hmm. And so by letting go of those relationships, I feel like that really allowed, like, the dominoes to all fall down and for me to take more just like ownership over my own life, my own emotions, more res- personal responsibility. And I'm just like, if these people are not going to be responsible for me, I can at least be responsible for me. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's just my lot in life. I don't I don't feel any like any way about it outside of how you would feel. Mm-hmm. There's no like resentment. But I mean, there is, but it's not like, oh. But it's not this thing of Sophie like, let has me. parents. Why don't I have. It, it never, yeah, it never oh gave that. It never gave You know that. that that's like one of my biggest like icks yeah. when I sense from people. And I've never got that from you, by the way. But like. I don't w- give that. You don't give it. Exactly. <laughs> but like my biggest ick is probably when I do sense that there's like resentment for how well taken care of. And envy. Like, and envy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. You know, and like just how loving my family's been. And we're not perfect, but certainly the obligation to each other is kind of perfect. Like it's, you know. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I opened up about how, because grief has kind of touched my life in, in an interesting way. Um, maybe five years ago, I lost an older cousin who was present for my birth. He was in the hospital for my birth and I've known him my whole life but he was older he was like touching 40 um and uh <laughs> and um and then a younger cousin so it was like in quick succession mm-hmm. so a younger cousin that I'm not in the same cousin cohort with who is like super gen z like practically gen alpha like really young passed away Yes, he passed away in a car crash. And then the Damn. next week, Idrus died of a uh, heart attack. And That's Idrus was the older cousin. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because my older cousin, Idrus, while we did not keep in contact all that often, he was a really kind cousin. He was someone that, you know, I have memories of a lot of my cousins actually resenting me for my privilege, resenting that I had a father in the home, et cetera, and mistreating me as a result. And Edrus was just nothing but sunshine and kindness and um, respect. Comforting. A, f- and a family comfort. member. Yes, he really was that. And then my little cousin, Yahya, 
he was literally just an innocent child who I never really got to know because I didn't, um, I'd never met him. I had went um, so many years without visiting Ohio where my entire family, my, (laughs) yes, you have the Ohio connection too. I love Ohio. Um, Where my whole dad's side resides. And um, so I never met him. I'm in the middle cohort between Idrus and Yahya. And so I've met all those people and seen them. Um, and for some reason, even though we weren't like super, super close, it just hit so hard. Like um, the love, especially it was interesting. With Idrus, it made sense. I'd met him so many times. I knew him. He was somebody who was always available to me, always kind to me, etc. But Yahya was like literally a baby and I never met him and it felt the same way. It just felt so painful. And then I um I remember around the time of their death, um I was working on a zine project and I did dedicate the zine to them. So in the back of the zine, it says like, rest in peace, Yahya, rest Amen. in peace, Idrus. Yeah. Ancestor veneration. Yes. Babe, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> it's good to feel pain. I think so too. Yeah. It's cathartic, you know. I try to kind of resist feeling those kind of emotions. Um, and then I also spoke on the fact that um, my mom raised mm-hmm. me while going through, actively going through um mourning her mother because her mother she left to go to school at age 16 and then a war broke out by her early 20s and you know my mom raised me while she was grieving mm-hmm. it's a lot <laughs> when and you- she never shared that she always just fostered an environment of fun and happiness and joy and all I remember is just watching like Emily of New Moon and like old Hollywood movies and like you know her tutoring us in math because my mother was really she before she had me she was definitely on the engineering track but then she decided to be a social worker Mm -hmm. so she was always really great at math and like you know my mother's a really awesome human being and um yeah i just thought of all her grief and and just how she shielded us and protected us from that because you know i hear from a lot of people that like their parents tell them oh like their parents treat them like therapists Mm -hmm. or they're emotionally incestuous and stuff like my mother never let us know she was struggling there were times when like you know there was food scarcity and she would volunteer at a food shelter and clean for them and then um, bring back f- canned goods and stuff. And she would hide that not just from us, but also from my father because he's very prideful and that would challenge his manhood. And um, yeah. Just being real. Yeah, my mother's real. Just raw. And and let's talk about the <laughs> the her um, assessment of our podcast, I'm the first screaming. episode. <laughs> Let me pull it up, okay. But before we move on to that. Yeah. I think it is very I don't I don't have any other way to say this but I do respect people that do shield their children from the shit that they're going through. Yeah. So that when you're an adult you can contextualize the sacrifice because you wouldn't have these feelings of respect and reverence for your mom if she had you in it. You'd be resentful. Yeah. Especially are you the oldest daughter? I am the oldest. Yeah, so I'm just like my situation is very different. So I'm just, I'm kind of laughing, but not at your mom's situation. God no. bless her. My mom took me through this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> took me through the trenches. So I'm just like, girl, now that I'm the age where, or like three years older than the age where she had me, I'm just like, I would never put my children through like, you know, all this emotional turmoil mm. and make them responsible for like this or talk to them like my friends because it's inappropriate, girl. And I'm just like, and now I don't have the same empathy for her that you have for your mom. And I'm very, it's crazy that she was able to shoulder that burden while raising a child. And she she doesn't have her mom. No, she lost her mom 
Um, when you explained that, I was like, that's actually in a in a foreign country. That's no. crazy. And all you want to do is call your mom like, how do I do this? You were probably sick. She's freaking out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, shout out to, what's your mom's name? Shukri. Shukri. Shout out to Shukri. My mother is an amazing woman and she somehow finds, like, she somehow is there for everyone mm-hmm. at the same time. So she studied so- social work in college because she wanted to always help people and she's definitely like today she's more of a businesswoman and a philanthropist period um but she like lives to serve others she does not think of herself this is a woman who would not she doesn't like stop at a nice restaurant to get a meal Mm -hmm. unless she's treating other people everybody what's her sign my mother is an aries that's interesting i would not have guessed that (laughs) My mom's an Aries. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> April sixteenth. April fourteenth. You got the good one. You got the good one. You got the good one. Um, I think obviously everyone just has like their own set of circumstances. I think my mother always just like tried to do her very best, and she's not perfect. But I'm at a place in life where I really like love and understand what her very best is. You know what I mean? Period. Um, What did she say about the... Oh, go ahead. My mother also... Yes, I'm going to read the tweets. But my mother also is someone who is so comfortable giving so much of her energy and time. She's a little boundaryless. And and it's not great all the time because like, like for instance, I have like... I'm not even going to get into it. It will be a part that I have to cut out. Should I say it? Say it. Okay, I have an uncle who's like my mother's first cousin. We're cutting this out. (laughs) (laughs) And he blows up her phone. And sometimes I'm like, you know, you just don't have to take his calls. Like, you really don't. And he's weird because I worked for him at his physical therapy office. And he never... I think he paid me in Sprite. Jesus. Um, was it good Sprite? No, it was Damn. just regular like Sprite. It wasn't the McDonald's Sprite or anything. And <laughs> um, he's <laughs> really weird. I'm actually, I'm going to leave it at that. Period. Because I have his tea. Okay. Anyway, I don't fuck with him. Anyway, he, um, you know, she'll pick up his calls and stuff. And I'll just be like, you know. You don't have to do you this, really girl. don't. And that's, a, that's the thing. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm a people pleaser, but then like, I know. I'm really not because like I, I am, but I'm not because I'm like, I won't pick up everyone's calls, you know, but my mom will pick up everyone's calls and help try to help them. And it's like, OK, you run a business that does well and you're also like an absolutely amazing mom. She's a fucking girl boss in every sense of the word. And she's still there for people. And I just want to say like, she would absolutely be your like surrogate mother if you wanted. I'm good on moms. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. I appreciate it. <laughs> and she though. likes you. So let's go to I the like her let's back. go let's to the like it. quotes. Let's go to the quotes. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Wow, I sent so many things in the group chat. Um <laughs> Wow, it's getting scary. Um I love it. Uh okay, so this is my mom. So this is not a screenshot. These are not texts. This is like direct transcription from a phone call I had with her today. <sighs> I listened to your podcast. You guys were all over the place, mm. jumping topic to topic. I love Malik because he doesn't say F this and F that. It was good. Safi, sometimes you wouldn't let him finish. You would start something else, which is so like you. That is you. Stop that. Other than that, it was very entertaining. Who is Diddy anyway? Oh my god. Now oh. I'm gonna research Diddy. Malik is very articulate. Oh god. Doesn't swear that much and is very charismatic. Mm. Be like Malik and stop swearing and interrupting. It felt overall flawless. I would never know this is your first podcast. Same. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I listened to something paced like this. I would love to see you go deep on one topic. Okay, well, we started deep. Yeah. Shout out to my auntie. Yeah, she I- is. I know when I tell you, mm-hmm. like, 
I always describe my mom like this. She's very good at parties. Mm -hmm. She's the type of person like the deep faith party that just happened. Mm -hmm. She would have actually really like worked the room. Worked the room. I believe it. Really actually made some connections. And it's funny because she runs a home healthcare business. Like she don't need them connections. Mm -hmm. But you never know. <laughs> everyone would have fucked with her at the end of the day. And um it. and she's also just really just so motherly and maternal and like is always just like you good mm -hmm. and she just you know she just imparted so much wisdom on me throughout my life like i love her because she never allows me to like there's just so many things that she has kind of told me are not good things to do and i just like think about that when i'm moving in the world mm. um but i would describe her as like sort of a Meghan markle princess diana type oh. she's like <laughs> she's just like very like and angelina jolie Fab. like very much like a, a philanthropist mm -hmm. um very extroverted girl's girl she was also very very beautiful she's still very beautiful but she was very, very. beautiful in her 20s and could have easily if she hadn't like shacked up with my dad um she could have easily been <laughs> she could have easily been a supermodel i'm just saying period <laughs> yeah I love that. Shout out to moms. Yes! Yay. Shout out to my mama. I think because you've been, we posted, we've been doing our little promo, light promo. Light promo. And the comments on the TikTok were saying like, oh, the interrupting comment. I have to tell you face to face. I'm just like, that's just how you talk. Yes. That's just when sort of being African. Yeah. I'm like, when you're on the phone, you interrupt me and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But I'm also an adult and I bring the conversation back. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't care about you interrupting. I feel like that's your personality. And there's a difference. Like certain people I do not like being interrupted <laughs> by because it's a it's a power move. Oh. You're cutting me off to to show me that you can cut me off. Yeah. You are cutting me off out of excitement and it's not even about me. There's that's a so there's generous. such there's Thank a you. big difference. Yes. So that's why I was telling you, like, don't read those comments. And those are my girls, too. And I'm and like, girl, fuck them. it's funny because the comments haven't offended me. They, okay, like, they've good. all been so kind. And, like, I, I'm somebody who just really loves feedback if it's kind. If it's in a kind package, I'll take it, you know? Unless you're like, Malik, you're the best thing walking. I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I'm so serious. It makes me very the aggressive. Best thing walking. I can take actual, like, artist critique, like, this sucks. Like, I can handle that. But this, like, oh, maybe you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want the maybes either. Like, I'll listen to people that love me or hate me, but that in between, like, recommendations don't care. Yeah. Um, shout out to the one person in the comments that I want to say their name is Desi. I love, I love her Desi. So I love much. Desi. Desi's so fab. She's amazing. And she like, she'll tag us in things mm -hmm. and be like, hey, you got to discuss this. What was the thing that she tagged us in recently? I don't remember. I don't remember. Desi tags me in a lot of stuff, but I really fuck with Desi. And I like Desi's content. I like Desi's content mm -hmm. too. I can't say that about everybody, but I'm like, no, I actually watch her. She's the one I notice out of everyone. Like other people, like I won't remember. Like, I mean, I'm sure like in a few weeks as I get more acquainted. It's I'll Desi remember. and Kelly that. I actually like talk to. Is Kelly KG? KJ. KJ. KJ is a different person. So you're going to have to show me Kelly and KJ. Kelly is a faceless profile. Okay. But Kelly is active in the comments and always has the tea. <laughs> Kelly is the person that told me to talk about Diddy and I was like, what's going on? And she was like, bitch, gag. Diddy just got exposed. And I was like, yes. <laughs> After the grief thing, we did go to apartment 200. We turned up for a few hours. We did. We did. How did you like that? I I liked it. I was having an anxious night. You um, just moved here. Yes. I feel like that's the thing. Let's back it up. Like, yeah. how have you liked LA for the? You've been here less than a month, right? A I, month on the twenty fifth. It's about to be a month, so yeah. it's less than a month. Exactly. It's gonna be a month on. The and 25th. you've done so much, so I'm yes. just like that. Anxiety is to be expected, but like, what do you feel anxious about, like in LA? I think I'm just always sort of anxious about socializing i think all of my insecurities are sort of amplified mm -hmm. it goes back to the cptsc thing and um that night in particular i was just like second guessing everything i said and also just needed more reassurance than is normal to need at an event where you only know one human mm. 
Like, I literally only knew you for real. Yeah. That's also a very, like, intense place energetically because it's like everybody is there. And it wasn't a regular night. Like, a lot of people were coming from another party. Complex Con was this weekend. So there were a a lot of, like, personalities in the room. Yeah. And then the Rich, shout out to Rich Amiri, love him down. But that was the Rich Amiri (laughs) album release party. Do we want to talk about how I, he's, too kind to kick anyone out of his section, but I was, I kicked myself out of his section. Yeah. Okay. But let's back it up. So we, <laughs> we, I was hosting the Rich Amiri album release on behalf of my company that we're not going to name. Don't name it. But a fab event. This boy is 19. Oh my God. So he's not he's even supposed to, yeah, he's 19. He's not even supposed to be in the club. He's from Boston. Okay. He's turning up. Him and his, you know, producers are in the section. Safi and I go up to go like yeah. talk to him. Wait, wait, wait. Don't gloss over. You're so kind. Don't gloss over the fact that I I fell going up. But but who cares? And I wasn't drinking and I literally had an apple martinelli and my um the, what do you call it? The security guard sh- shined a light on it to he confirm. Shined, he shined a light on you cuz you fell. Okay. I thought he was trying to confirm that I wasn't drinking something. You're in the club. I know. There's alcohol everywhere. Okay. But yeah, so I was like completely or like, you know, just regular. And then like I walked in the section. It was fine. Everything was cool. And it was also packed wall to wall. So it's understandable how you felt because the the section was tile. And that's the only tile in the building. I also, can I be honest? I really think I did not fall because of like the tile and the weird kind of structure. I think it was the girl next to me wedging herself most likely yes and i didn't want to confirm it because i was like you do not need this data point <laughs> you don't need it you're gonna like fixate on it don't look at your peripheral at this moment and i just like moved on you should have cracked her in the head with your martinelli <laughs> and turned up a little bit turned up in the I club a little, gotten us kicked out oh my god but we go into the section. First of all, you didn't even fall because I grabbed you. And I was like, if yeah, this girl falls, it's over. So let me just hold on, hold on I, tight. I will say I'm a seasoned faller. I've been falling since high school upstairs. Okay. Um, And I do have a bruise. But it's not bad. I'm, I'm working it. We go in the section. Mm-hmm. We're sitting adjacent to Rich Amiri, mm-hmm. whose album just dropped, Ghetto Fabulous, obsessed with Rich Amiri. And Rich Amiri politely looks over to his left and <laughs> says, who the fuck are these niggas? And I said, and I was in a Sailor Moon shirt. It was. They Let's were, not forget that. It part. was a cute look. You looked very industry. And like a through. Donna Karen um, mini golf skirt. It was a cute look with a cute hat and a bag and a Martinelli. Yeah. Who is anybody to judge? You look like an industry person just there popping through. His people were there in God knows what <laughs> because they're celebrating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's all these like you know portly young Caucasian men that produced this african-americans album question 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 but it's 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 cool but the thing is he looked over to the right like who are these people and he was very polite when we when i said i'm with blank he smiled at us and said oh okay and waved yeah yes i think you got a little flustered because it was the second time around when he when all these people came through and because what there were none of his people yes and then he said and he looked over and he was still smiling. He's like, who, who fuck are these people? He was looking at us because we were there. Yeah. But he's looking around like, who are these people? He doesn't know me. Mm-hmm. I only spoke to his management. He's sure the fuck don't know you. Yeah. And I was like, and you don't got to tell Sophie me was like, twice. You don't have to, but he wasn't telling you. I walked all the way out of the section. But he wasn't telling you no, once. No, he wasn't. He, he wasn't. was speaking in general. He was. It was general. It was general. none of his people were there they had trouble even getting in in the first that place was which weird. is why I'm we not were gonna outside. lie. is it because they were all 19 too no and- it's because they were all men oh and the ratio thing. the ratio let's thing. not get into we, that. we won't do that shout out to brandon <laughs> shout out to brandon apartment 200 fab shout out to apartment 200 thank i love them but i'm just love like them down for you to be it's your album release you're in the a cool ass club they're playing your music and you look around and none of the people that worked on the album with you are there I'm just like, I would say the same thing. I would actually become probably violent and be like, get out of here, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah, Ritual is nice. And it's so funny because um, I was having a really sensitive night. And mm-hmm. like, 
I was like, oh, God, I'm, like, unwanted. Like, I'm too old to be here, whatever. What are you talking No, I literally, my inner monologue was crazy. And then later on, like, towards the end of the night, I was just like, he, he was so nice. Like, it's not that he deep. Wasn't, it was never that deep. He wasn't thinking about us. No, he really wasn't. And I was just like, I even wanted a picture with him at the end of the night. He was so gone. He was like, I had a great time. Bye. And I was just like, bye, Rich and Mary. I didn't even get my picture because I was like, he had such a good night. I'm glad he had and a good And I was night. so happy. I was shout like- Shout out to Rich and Mary. Shout out to Rich and Mary. I was just like, he had such a good night. And was, I do love his music. His I, music is I, fab. I'm flabbergasted to learn that he's 19. I definitely thought he was older because his no, music's so good his and music so is crystallized. Fab. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. As soon as I got home, I was like, wow, what a great evening, even though I stressed the whole evening. Yeah. And I went home with my friend Colther, Mm -hmm. um, who is from D.C. She's a DJ. Shout out to DJ Until. Um, And it was so random and kismet. We were not supposed to bump into each other at this club. We didn't even know the other person was in the city at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then we spent the whole day, the next next day day together, which was really awesome and really rejuvenating. And um, I met one of her friends, Kristen. Uh, I love Kristen. She's a very funny person. Like she's really, she's a real comedian out here. Um, And yeah. Do you like stand-up comedy? I do. I love watching stand-up. I think I don't love it as much as I did when I was younger, mm. but I appreciate it. I've never been a fan. It's, I feel the same way about stand-up that I feel about... Now, that's a lie. I like Comic View, Monique, um, Dave Chappelle a little bit, Bruce Bruce. Like I like that type. Yeah. But where it's gone, the Netflix specials and everything, Dane Cook, all those kind of people. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I'm, no, no. I'm just like, it kind of makes me feel Not the, same, that. the same way that reality television makes me feel okay. as how stand-up makes So me we're feel. a little different in that respect. Mm-hmm. I do like reality TV and I do like stand-up specials. I love that. Uh, I like Monique. I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Um, obviously Dave Chappelle, there's some caveats with that. I'm not going to get into that, but, um, I mean, why not get into it? Let's not, let's really not, let's really not. Um, um, that's a whole nother topic. Another episode. That's not even an episode. I never want to talk about that. Oh, (laughs) heard you. Never, but he... Also, the Ohio connection. I was like, he lives in Ohio. Ah! Okay, we need to manifest him as a guest. Never. Okay. I don't want to talk to Dave Chappelle. I want to. I feel that. I don't want to talk about him, but I want to talk to to him. him. I feel like that would not be a fun experience for me. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. Creative differences. Yeah. Um... You know, some people, it's just like, I already know how this is going to go. That'd be like being- I think it will be interesting because like black, Muslim, Midwestern, boom, the trifecta. It would turn into like the breakfast club. (laughs) And I just feel like, oh, that's what we're doing. And I'd be Angela Yee. They'd be dragging me. Well, Angela Yee's the one that does all the research. Angela Yee sucks. She's she's (laughs) charisma deficient, but she does all of the fucking research. Envy's an idiot. Envy's a criminal. (laughs) And he's a scam he's a scam artist. And and Envy is a felon. But he's stupid. Like the thing about it is like I can't even (laughs) you can't even pin the crimes on him because he's fucking stupid. Wait. Why were they, when people were buying property with him, his investors, why was he gifting them chains? (laughs) 
And I'm just like, if I ever close on a property and you gift me like a, a, a paddock watch or a chain, I'm going to beat your ass because what's actually going on here? Oh my God. That's act, that's not even subtle urban sex, but that's overt urban sex appeal. Disgusting. Wait, let's address the fact that people said we're uh, subtle suburban sex appeal. Fuck them people. That's erasure. It is erasure because I'm very urban. I'm from the streets. What I did, wouldn't did, go that far. No, what did, what did Jocelyn said? I'm, I get the money. I'm from the streets. Yeah. Jocelyn was geeked when she did that. Shout out to Jocelyn Hernandez. Shout out to Jocelyn Hernandez. That would be a fun guest. She would be really Jocelyn fun. Jocelyn Hernandez. What do you think about I love unstable immigrant women. Jesus. Literally. I, <laughs> I implicitly just love her down. Like, I love her. I don't know. I feel safe around them. And she's a very unsafe figure. She's part of the Zeus Network. But I just like, I know she's unsafe. It, this is, it, it doesn't make any sense. You could be part of the most unsafe kind of like Jocelyn operations. Jocelyn is unsafe. Yes. She's a dangerous person. <laughs> yes. But yet, if you are an unstable immigrant woman with like a really heavy accent who, you know. Got is, it out the mud. Got it out the mud is highly incoherent. <laughs> I just fuck with you harder and I trust you a little bit more and I don't get it. I don't trust Jocelyn for shit. I don't trust her. Like I want to do business with her. I would. <laughs> the thing is, like on a personal level, like to be, do, like when she talked, would- to, when she talked about how all of her money in perpetuity goes to her baby and her contracts are locked tight and everything. I was like, go Jocelyn. She's the highest paid reality star. I didn't know that. She's the highest paid reality star, period. Wow. She gets money just to show up, then her fee, and then uh, uh, when they finish, I don't know the terms, the TV terms, but like when she raps, she gets a bonus. Oh, and so all awesome. of that, all her music, all her, every the streaming rights, everything goes to her baby. Oh, that's so beautiful. You see, that's why I trust her. Yeah, I, I would do business that's with why Jocelyn. I, trust her. I would do business with Jocelyn. But like, and I would have her on as a guest, but I'm just like, no no liquor for you, Jocelyn. Yeah. No alcohol for you. No, no, no. Okay, this for is you. unrelated, but mm-hmm. um, do you know the line in the Wyclef Shakira song um where he goes, Why does CIA gotta watch us Colombians and Haitians? We know why. <laughs> that reminds me of Jocelyn. Like she's Puerto Rican. I know she's Puerto Rican, but like, why they gotta watch us? You know what I'm saying? I'm not Colombian or Haitian, but why they gotta watch us? I love Haitians. I don't know that much about Colombians, though. I don't. I don't know much about any of these people, but Shakira is like Colombian Arab. She is. She could claim Afro Arab. She really could. Okay. The Afro is like two percent, but one one percent drop, right? Right. Right. One drop rule. One drop. Go I Shakira. Am very, like, I'm very much a proponent of the one drop rule. I don't know why people like get so mad about it. It's like, it makes sense. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> because a lot of people are out here like, oh, I'm black. Like that girl, Veronica Vega. Who is that? She's the one that like, um, pay me, nigga, don't bullshit me. I don't know who Freaking that on is. the pole. Freaking on the pole. I don't know who that is. It must be the money because it ain't your dick. That one? I don't know who that is. Loving hip hop. She's, um, I listened to her music. I did not watch the show, but I was like, when I lived in Miami, that was a song. And I was like, oh, this is fab. And then as I decolonized my mind, I was like, this is actually like <laughs> demonic programming. Yes, this is the devil's And work. they were like, why do you say nigga? And she was like, I'm black. And everyone, like Spice, everybody was like, um... And I was like, Veronica, you're like, even if you are, you're not. Mm. And I'm like, if you don't, my thing is, and I get into trouble saying this, but I'm going to stand on it. If you do not look black, you're not black. I don't care if you have two black parents. Fuck you. My older brother is half white and he does not look black. He's not black. I'm sorry, Gabe. Shout out to Gabe. Shout out to Gabe. I love you so much. But you don't look black. And he knows he doesn't look black and he never says the N word. You are so hung up over this N-word. I'm not hung up on it. But okay. it's like, he he really doesn't say it. And I found that interesting because I was like, you know, you can say it. I can barely say it. When it comes to biracial people, I consider being biracial its own separate identity. 
And I don't like the erasure and the complexes that arise when Black people try to claim a successful biracial or an attractive biracial person as Black, because I'm just like, you don't own this person. And it flies against the face of this whole thing where we're like, we're not a monolith. And I'm like, we're not. Like, There's so many identities, ideas, thoughts, looks that can fall into like the Black experience. But these people specifically are literally not black. There's a whole other side of them that exists and we need to honor both sides. And I feel like it fractures their psyche and then you end up with like Chris Brown victims. I don't like that. <laughs> but there are exceptions like Rachel Dolezal. I love Rachel. and I. But Rachel is white. She's, no, she's a black woman. Rachel, We've already it, talked about this. She's trans Rachel, but Rachel is is genetically, phenotypically like a white woman. That's a different situation. Okay. There's no black. There's no one drop. We don't know. She's German. What her, what her DNA is. But I will say. Okay. She has lived the life of a black woman. Facts. She yeah. was penalized like a black woman. She was. Which is why I want her on the show. I want her too. Like she is literally in our top three mm -hmm. potential guests. Rachel Dolezal. Who's the second? Who else do we want on here? I I really want Rachel Dolezal. Mia Khalifa. I like Mia, but f not for this season. Not this season, but a future season. Future. Azealia? Future? Uh-huh. I would love future free bands. And Azealia down. Yeah. Future, I'm iffy on, but I'll defer to you on that. I feel like future would not like me. He's Scorpio, but I love future. I feel like it would go one of two ways. We would make out or he would punch me in the face. Okay. It would give that. It would be like, oh, where'd Malik and Future go? And we're in the bathroom, like, no, no, <laughs> type shit. And I'd be like, yes, got him. Yeah. Or he would be like, I really don't fuck with you, Malik. And I'd be like, Future, what's the. Bah. I don't fuck with him. I have him blocked on Twitter. We've never interacted. <laughs> I understand. I don't He's like not him. a good person. No. But I respect people that are openly not good people. I don't feel like Future is a Diddy figure. I feel like Future is just. A fuck boy, and you know it. Getting into getting into it with him, I'm like, do you want to talk? You've been going through like your attachment style, <sighs> like TikTok obsession. Hey, I, don't put me out on Front Street. Front Street. You know, I went on a date with the guy that played Elmo from Sesame Street, <laughs> and he smelled like fucking sulfur. <laughs> this is such a terrible. Wait, is it the Predator one? Yeah. Kevin Clash. No, I went on a date no. with him. And Are you gonna have to blurt out his name? No, fuck him. So I went on a date with this guy, and this is why I'm anti Tinder because I feel like the worst people are on Tinder. We said we would make a hinge for me on this episode. I don't know if it's gonna happen. No, I don't think it's happening. But I'm just like, this guy hit me up when, when he was like, "Do you want to face him?" I was like, "Okay, sure, whatever." He was FaceTiming from his house, had his pool in the background and everything, and I was just like, "What are you doing?" And I'm also in my apartment. Like, my apartment's nice as fuck. Like, we can do. You know what I mean? We can do this. Yeah, we can go toe to toe. He was like, "Well, I I move really fast. I want to um like see you today." And I was like, "Okay, mind you, I, this is when I worked at that nonprofit, so I was doing content management." While you were in LA, like early LA. This is days. early LA. Okay. Before I got before I got long COVID, so I was just like literally like typing up my documents, editing, proofreading, getting the content, like just doing my job. Yeah. Took a nap, woke up, went to go see him. And it's so ironic because I met him a block away from where I live right now. Like it was, it's it's really weird. I'm just, and I feel like that's kind of like a life path type thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm going in the right direction. We end up going to the Chinese theater and we're standing outside, but the Chinese theater was closed that day and he wanted to see- Man's Ch Chinese theater? Huh? Um, isn't that the full name? Man's Chinese Theater. I just don't remember the Kelly Rowland song. My like, isn't it called Man's Chinese Theater? I don't. Think M A N N. It was. <gasps> it was. I'm kind of crying. Okay. Is this off the Miss Kelly album? I don't know, but it's it's her early work. Shout out to Kelly Rowland. She's an she's an Aquarius. I fuck ah, with Kelly. I love her. Gorgeous. Um. Anyway, this Kelvin Clash person is a disgusting individual. And we end up going we end up going to the Grove. My first time going to the Grove. I Not stayed, the Grove. I like I like the Grove. It's just, I don't like shopping don't. centers, but I like the movie theater there. I saw the um what's that guy's name? Travis Scott movie there. Okay. I left halfway through. But it was, Okay. It was, but the artful parts, because it was uh Gaspar Noe production, I believe. The guy that did Climax. 
It was a, it was fab. Go see sir. Shout out to Travis. Um we're in the theater. This is so disgusting. <laughs> we're watching um Fantastic Beast and where they may roam or whatever, the Harry Potter spin-off, right? Tell me why I'm so tired. I'm like falling asleep in the theater. This guy's licking my neck and my ear and I'm just like this. The people behind us are like laughing. They're like, he's like, shut the fuck up. And I'm just like, this is not supposed to be my life. I I had such a cute outfit. (laughs) I had such a cute outfit on. Literally so tiny. This was when I was like 130 pounds, new goal weight, period. And I was just like, Malik, what is going on? At the end of it, mind you, he had all this. He was eating like French fries with the cheese on them. It was just a lot and licking my neck. And I was just like, what is going on? Oh, no. What are we? What is what is what is this? You know what I mean? Like, what is going on? Movie ends. I wake up. We leave. He asked me, oh, Malik, can I have a kiss before we go? And I look at this guy down his mouth. And I was like, you were just eating all this fucking like cheese and stuff. If I kiss you, I'll throw up. You're a trick. I'm not trying to like make out with you. What's going on here? Why did this guy call his car to leave? He was like, do you want me to call you a car? I was like, I'll call my own car, big boss. Like, you're good. I was like, this is a dub. He leaves. I call my car, go home. He's just like, oh, I really like seeing you, da, da, da. After that, that's when I got COVID and I was sick for an entire year. Do you think it was him? No, I was sick before that. Okay. And I, this is like after my cat died, everything, I feel like it was some like spiritual thing. I feel like, and when I cut everybody off, I feel like it was just. Like, I remember feeling cut off, by the way. Oh. But not not in a way where I was aggrieved. But it wasn't a, personal. No, it was not personal. It was more in the way of like, Malik is doing him aggressively. Yeah, aggressively. And I got to wait you got a little pause. bit. And it was, it was good because we didn't know each other that well. And yeah. I was genuinely like very interested and curious about you. So there was a lot was of that fine. going on. I didn't like the curiosity. <laughs> I love you though. I know. Thank you. I love you too. No sweat. But I was just like, no, all y'all got to go. I <laughs> unfollowed everyone on Instagram. I turned my page into an Aquarius. We didn't even follow each other on Instagram page. until really recently. Probably. I didn't even know you I on feel like Instagram like that. That's probably real. Twitter is where we followed each other. No, I think yeah. it's all recent. Like we literally we were text- texting. Okay, we were fab, constantly fab, texting. Fab, fab. We had like I think that's close to an in real life connection. Yeah. So we were texting a lot, and then um, I don't give my number out either. So that's real. That part. Tell me why I'm dying. I have a fever, right? Because I had COVID, then I had pneumonia. My blood oxygen level was at thirty percent of what it should have been. I was fucked up. This guy is texting me, Malik, do you want to come over for dinner tonight? I was like, why would I go to a random man's house for food? <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. You're like 500 pounds and disgusting. You smell bad. I would never is link. Is 500 pounds? Disgusting individual. Disgusting monster. The Babadook. I would never. The Babadook. The Babadook. And so I was just dragging him in text. He keeps messaging me, Malik. My daughter is sick. Like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, you're literally 50. And I was just like, why are you texting me about your fucking daughter? As though I'm supposed to do something about that. I was like, this is how they get you. This is like an Eddie Long type person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who's the Mormon guy? Waco? I don't know. That guy. It gave the same vibes. But I'm like, I'm too hip to the game. I've been doing this a long time. You know what I mean? You're not going to get me. So I just started dragging him. I started sending. You remember in the last episode? When yeah, you I was like the Illuminati. You, you going to I really don't feel like the Illuminati would get me, or Somalians would get me. <laughs> period. So I so I clicked out and I turned into Evil Malik and I started sending him like where my hug at memes and like big, <laughs> <laughs> oh big like it's so funny because you're so the opposite of where my hug at where my hug at energy is no he's a where my hug at person. yes he is that's why i sent that stuff and he was just like you're not who i thought you were and i'm like i'm glad i'm glad i'm not who i thought you were fuck elmo disgusting disgusting monsters but back to attachment style i have an avoidant attachment style which is why i can easily pop 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 pop, pop. anybody what have, was yours called? I have a more confusing one. It's called the disordered or no, disorganized attachment style. It's okay. where you have a mix of secure, avoidant, and insecure, anxious. It's all of the above mm. and it's confusing and you send a lot of mixed signals and 
Um, I think it's harder to find a romantic connection when you have this one. Do you think that's not to diagnose, but that sounds like BPD? No, I don't have that one. Good. Because I know a lot of BPD girls and I don't I love like BPD them. Girls. I love them too. We never beef. Me too. I right. never beef the BPD right. girls at right. all. I never beef I'm, with them. I'm like a tier below them. Like I definitely have some of it, but mm. I think it's my C- CPTSD. I beef with yeah. the bipolar girls. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't mind any sort of like imbalance. Whatever. Yeah, me too. I get man. I'm a manic depressive. I love the bipolar girls. They don't come for me when no, they're having their episodes. They come for they me hard. They fuck with me hard. They, they drag me. They drag everyone but me. No, I can't rock with that. I'm like, I didn't do shit to you. Yeah. I didn't do nothing to you. You're <laughs> online talking about like you know my mother. What's what's going on? <laughs> What's no, going on? But you know, I have. It's funny you brought up BPD. I've I've thought that before, but you know, men cannot be diagnosed with BPD. Pete Davidson has BPD. I read something that's like men cannot have BPD, and I was on TikTok, and they're like, men cannot be BPD. There's like he a really has BPD though. I don't believe that. He has it. He has BDE. Big dick energy. Period. Okay. Shout out to Pete. Do, are we shouting out Pete Davidson? No. Let's Fuck not. Pete Davidson. Fuck Pete Davidson. <laughs> Shout out to Ariana. Shout out to Ariana, her yeah. ugly boyfriend. That she stole. That she stole, who is the. She's a cancer. Do you steal men? <laughs> Don't ask me this question. Um, I Yeah, I'm a cancer too. And I. I have in the past. Uh oh. But not. The person I am today, I wouldn't do it today. But I have. It's not my vibe. I feel like if you would do something like that for me, you would do it to me. Yeah. The way I feel about it is I was in deep. The one time I did it, I was really in deep limerence. Like that's Mm -hmm. like a crush cranked up to a million. And I wasn't thinking straight. And that doesn't, it's not a good excuse, but it's. It's an excuse. It's definitely an excuse. How old were you? I was 17 or 18. That doesn't count. Yeah. I've forgiven myself. Amen. Is there anything to forgive? Are there even relationships at 18? I don't count that as serious. No, not at all. I I hate that I admitted that too, by the way. I love that because it's not serious. If you were like, I was 27, I'd be like, ooh. (laughs) No, definitely 17, 18. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't like men that much to to like. I do. I hate being gay, babe, because I'm just like, I, do, I dislike the attraction because I'm like, I don't, what I'm attracted to is so disgusting that I'm just like, <laughs> why do I like this? Like, why do I literally like this type of person? Do you wish you were attracted to women? No. (laughs) I wish I was attracted to a, I wish I was attracted to like kinder people. Mm -hmm. I'm attracted to very um, detached people. And I'm also detached. And then I'm also attracted to like psychologically manipulative people. I like it. And that's what's fucked up. I'm like, I like the, I like the mind game. I like the. The person that's giving you nothing. It's not, it's not giving me nothing. It's giving me, like, games. Yeah. And I like the games. A little scrabble, a little but, charade. Exactly, but the game some never... Some puzzles, some sudoku. Exactly. But the game never leads to anything. And then, I'm, and then I get mad. But I'm like, but this is what I signed up for, which is why I'm just perpetually single. Kind of the same way, and I feel like I am self-developing in a better direction. Amen. Right. Shout out to November. Mm-hmm. Great month. It's a great month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy Halloween shit is out of the way. That shit is yes. so corny. I'm so over it. Halloween is a lot for me to process. It's just too much and it's so I annoying. Event, I had an event on Friday the 13th and another one on Halloween and I was like, I can't keep doing this to myself. No. The energy is so spooky. It's all theater kids and like... Halloween... I went to the thing with you. Yeah, then the I Muna w- party. Yes, the Muna party. Then How did I- you feel? Let's let's be real. How did you feel? I didn't it? like it. That's why I left. 
I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. Keep it to yourself. But I was like, these are my people, a lot of Canadians. And I was just like, okay, yeah, let me go home. My friend Blondita had an event. I go home. My nose started running in the Uber. And then I was sick. <laughs> and then I was sick that week onward. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was That's sick as why, fuck. Yeah, you told me that. So I was um, just like, yeah, not my vibe. Yeah, so I haven't known this person that long, but I've already subjected them to three sort of minor freakouts. And those freakouts essentially consist of me being like, I think we should be friends, but I'm lying. Tell the truth. You told this guy, I'm going to do me. I need to go back to my inner world. I'm not going to be available for a while. And then you were texting me like, why isn't he obsessed with me? Yes. Why is is he I literally sent mixed signals. I was like, Safi. Oh, my God. He was like, dot, dot. Cutting that out. I didn't see shit. No, it's okay. Let's wake it up. Let's wake it up. Let's wake it up. Period. So I was just like, you can't do that. But also, I love that you do that because that's just you. Because, no, can I, in my defense, you don't even have to defend yourself. delete every text thread with this person. So I can't even go back and well, I haven't done it in like two weeks now, going on almost two weeks. But like before that, I was You've literally been here less than a month. I know. And I was deleting every thread. So like I couldn't look back on what I said or anything. I never delete text. That's how they catch you up. I know. But you know what? He's such a benevolent person that I never thought like, oh, I need to keep receipts or anything. like. You that. never know. Trust no one. Okay. I keep every text, every email. I keep most of it. Voice Just notes. Not. My voice notes auto-save. Okay. Trust nobody. So you don't hit keep? No, it automatically saves. Okay, I'm going to have to figure that out. I'll f- do it for you when we get do off the pod. Me. Yeah, you have to keep every record. People are tricky. People, this world is wicked. So I'm just like, you have to keep the information. Communication is integral to have your receipts. Well, I, I feel like... With men, keep receipts because then they'll say, oh, but you told me da 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 and then you but, you... but Safi has deleted the thread. Now you're manipulated. Yeah. Now they have you on Figueroa. It's weird. I do have a poor working memory. Mm. However, with that said, I, I can still kind of remember the overall vibe. But you didn't and- remember that you told him... Yes. But then when he told me that that was the case, I was like, I believe you. Like, you know what I mean? But that's dangerous because if you don't remember, if you just say, I believe you, that's not what we're going for. I know, but he's not a dangerous person. And maybe you don't know him. He's not. He's a good person. Um, Oh, he's been here before. Yeah. Shout out to the deep faith party. Shout out to the Deep Faith Party. He's so awesome. Like, it's so crazy that I've now three times been like, oh, I'm not interested. It's so fake. And it's just because I can't express my desires. And um, I'm trying to always reject people first because I've never been broken up with. I've always done the breaking up. It's I've quite- been dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> viciously from from my behavior rightfully so i can't even say i don't understand like i completely understand i was doing what you say even still recording by the way yeah you see the red light the red light okay all right safi's gonna do better i'm gonna gonna do do better i'm gonna do these people dirty (laughs) so i'm just saying period i never cared what have you been listening to let's finish i like ending with like what we've been listening to i'm gonna be real um let's bring let's wake it up um let's see i've been listening to our podcast period subtle urban sex appeal Mm-hmm. i've been listening to bongos featuring meg the stallion not strong enough by boy genius um dumbest girl alive by a hundred gex this is a lot for me. I'm so sorry. Right now. Also, shout out to my friend Arthur out of England. He goes by Arts, Arts, Arts. He has a new, <laughs> he has a new single out called for his debut single. It's called Teenage Dream Forever, and it's really fucking good. It sounded like you were saying Arf, Arf, Arf. <laughs> I know. I love that. Um, what else have I been listening to? You get one more. Uh, okay, one more. This has to be good then. Mm-hmm. 
Dang, by Caroline, Caroline. Polachek. I fuck with her. We know. Okay. Yeah. I've been listening to I Don't Give a Fuck by 42 Doug, who was just released from prison. Free Doug. And now Doug is free. I've been listening to like Gra, Gra. By, by Asian Doll, Queen okay. of Drill. And I've also been listening to I Thought by Brandy. Love Brandy Town. She was my first like musician that I was just obsessed with. She's an Aquarius. She's fab. I love her, and that's why when she gets the allegations that she was a mean girl, I'm just like she was mean. Fuck them people. Yeah, she was mean, and fuck them. Fuck them. You were eating because of her, and that concludes episode two of <laughs> Subtle Urban Sex Appeal. See y'all next week.